Hi guys, welcome to Fill Your Mind with Noir. Today we're doing a special podcast episode on the UWC application process and also in general just applying to schools. And I have two amazing special guests, Ina and Mariam, who I will allow to introduce themselves. Yay! <laughs> I'm Mariam. Hi everyone, I'm Ina. A little bit about yourselves? Well, I'm from Iringa, obviously. So well, why is that obvious? I sound weird. <laughs> So Oringa people sound weird. That's yeah. Just interesting. I'm, I'm from here on the Osha. Okay. Nice. Where the campus is. Yeah. So we're, uh, for context, we are UWC East Africa Arusha campus students. And we're filming this on campus. Yeah, we are. So very, very much promo for our campus right now. Um, I'm going to ask uh, you guys a few questions about the application process and go a little bit back to when you were in your previous school. So could you like, you know, tell us what schools you went to and, and then we can like build from there you want to go ahead Maria? yeah i went to ringer international school for like 13 years before where um back then it was like it was ib pyp in primary and the first two years of secondary then for the rest is Ca- um, cambridge um igcsc and a levels okay nice um i have been shifting schools a lot so my main school was jaffrey academy which is basically in arusha in jiro and uh, I've been studying there for most of my life. I studied there until year six, and then I moved to St. Constantine, which is next to UWC campus. And then I moved back there to do um, my IGCSE. So uh, just like Mariam, the school also has the Cambridge curriculum, but no IB, just Cambridge. Oh, okay, nice. So for Mariam, why did you choose to do the Cambridge curriculum? Because, you know, for you, it was the, what the school offered, but for you? It was like, that's like what the school offered at that given okay. point in time. But like, because I, f- I found like the transition a bit easier. As well. ah, nice. So would you guys, how would you guys describe the curriculum? And like, what was the, the learning? What was it like? What were the, the, the subjects? Like what was the learning process like for you? Okay, so um, for me specifically, I literally enjoyed cam- doing Cambridge like my whole life because it was more direct. And it was kind of like NECTAP, but an easier version of it. Mm. And um, we basically, Cambridge accepts students from 5 to 19 years of age. And every three years, we have these international exams that they grade us. And then they send the papers back and everything. And we get uh, like to graduate from each of these stages. So for example, in year six, we had our checkpoint exam. Those are um, upper primary checkpoint. Then we had lower secondary checkpoint in year nine. And then we had IGCSEs, which is in year 11. So it keeps going in that transition. Okay. Nice, nice. What was it like? Oh, wait, you didn't tell us. Oh, like, for my part. I'm not used to interviewing two people at once. I think that's why. That's kind of what it's like. For primary, um, it was pretty much, you just do the classes. We didn't have that many checkpoints until like, um, I think it was like um, P6, which we had the PYP exhibition, which is universal. And then if you pass that and you pass all your um, classes, then you get to move on to the next stage. And then after that, there were no checkpoints until IGCSE. Yeah. Okay. What would you say the outside of school life was uh, apart from like, you know, the required subjects you had to do, but for your respective schools, what was your extracurricular part? Okay. So for uh, the Cambridge curriculum, they didn't really require you to do anything extracurricular. You basically had to study. Yeah, maybe. But our school, our school will push for going for extracurricular 
curriculum. Nice. That's a heavy word, actually. So, yeah. I'm so sorry. Um, so, like, for example, there were many events held in other schools, like in UWC, mm-hmm. which our school would make us go for. Oh, so you'd been to UWC before? Yeah. Uh, many times. Did that, like, kind of fuel you wanting to come here? Um, I guess so, in some sort of way, but they, they had their pros and cons. That... I, was just, I just really loved the environment. Oh, it's nice. Yeah. Okay. For me, it was more like that parental push. Yeah. You get that? Like, it's not necessarily a school requirement to sign up for any extracurriculars, but we had them available, and I had to, like, wait for my mom to be done with um, her work. So it was like, you can either sit here for two hours and do nothing, or you can go, I don't know, um, you can le- you can learn how to paint or something. Yeah. So um, at any point, did you, through either your parents wanting you to do something or just in general, did you want to do something apart from your school curriculum on your own? Or like, did you ever feel, does does my question make sense? Yeah, it does. does. Yeah, like, did you ever feel like you were like, okay, I'm a student, but I kind of want to do something else, you know? Yeah, is that ever like an internal drive? Yes, it was. Um, And what was that for you? For me, it was like um, also learning like musical instruments. And I found that always it's always been a part of me in some way or not. And um, also like volunteering as well. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like necessarily something my parents pushed me to, but it was something I really enjoyed as well. Mm-hmm. Just outside it. So. Okay. For me, I never really had the thought of that because I really love studying. Yeah. But maybe, um, maybe in terms of medical research, I would just randomly take a medical book and start reading it, okay. even though it's not in the syllabus. So I guess, I guess more studying. Yeah. Yeah, more studying. That's it. That is an it is an extra curriculum thing to do. Yeah, like, extra really. studying. Extra studying. Extra studying. Nice. Um, so you guys both did a different curriculum before coming to UWC where we do the um the IB system. What uh was that something you were looking for? A change in curriculum, or did it just happen? But UWC does the IB, and or was it like a conscious decision where you were like, I I want to do the IB. Um, for me, yeah, it was like I want to do the IB. But that was before I knew what the IB was. <laughs> was see, the team, I was like, I want yeah, everybody wants to do the IB until you know what the IB is. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I wanted to do six subjects. Like, like yeah, same, same. Like, for me, I was like, oh my gosh, this is an extra challenge. And, you know, I like challenges. So I was like, you know, let me just act smart and give it a go. But then when I heard, like, all the teachers saying in the Zoom meetings, IB is hard, IB is hard, it's going to become tough. It's like, you know, meh, we'll see what happens. And then I get here. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, okay. Nice. So that was true. Um, Let's talk about your rundown, like a rundown of your final year in school before applying to UWC. Um, how did that push you towards wanting to apply to UWC and not continuing? Because your school offered continuing after the grade that you ended in. So yeah. how did, like, what kind of that year, what pushed you to apply for UWC and what was that year like? in general, like academically. and So my last year was the year I had to do my IGCSE. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the same for Mariam. Yeah. Um, we we do the IGCSEs in May, June. Uh-huh. Yeah. We do it uh, during May, June. And uh, there are like so many papers and it's just so tough. M- most of the times the teachers will not even study with us because we would just be self-studying. Mm-hmm. But I would say at that time, the most important thing is like my parents' support, especially my mother. She's been supporting me throughout the way, throughout the whole application. So I would say that the main thing during that year was my mother's support. As well as some other friends I had in UWC would explain me about the application. Yeah. Um, For me, I think 
it was just getting the knowledge on time. Like, it's like learning to be independent with your own studying was like really difficult for me because like it was a, such a sudden shock, a shock. But like when it came to the application times, also like being timely was so difficult. Yeah, being fun. But like yeah. I liked, I liked the fact that I also still got my freedom to do what, yeah. what I'd like. And it's like that your parents trust you. They trust that you're not going to mess up. So what? how does the application process work for someone who's just done the IGCSEs? Because for an extra student, which is the other episode of this, we finish our Form 4 and we have like a seventh month break. So like we finish our exams in December and then January we get our results and then the university application is open. So can you like give us a little like time frame of how that works for you guys? Are you guys still in school when the applications come out, or you know like how do... a like a timeline of the application process? Yeah. So I was still in school when the application uh, came out, which I think was in February. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was on a week. No, it was, yeah, it was in February, around the ending of February, and um, we at that time we were just doing our mock exam, which means the pre IGCSE for for me. It was beginning of February. Yeah, whatever. But it was in February, right? Yeah. And then, um, so I was doing my mock exams during that time. And the first thing they asked us was about our grades. So all the grades that uh, we had since the beginning of the... Sorry, it was they? The UWC? UWC, yeah, NC. All the um, grades that we had at the beginning of the year, our school year starts in August. So all our grades from there until February and then prior, the last three years, that's what they needed. Wait, so February is when your application opened. Yeah, your that was that. It was for everyone. Was for yeah, it was for everyone. Okay, I don't know why I'm very confused because they are four next. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, we're gonna get into that. But like, uh, for for me, it was like, okay, the application um, portal had opened up, and then I was in school. I I don't check the UWC things. I didn't have Instagram, so I had no idea it had already opened. And then three days before like it was due to be finished, that's when I saw and I was like. Oh my god, am I going to be ready on time? Or is this stage one? Yeah, for stage one. Okay. I started three days before the due date. For the transcript. Uh, yeah, I do not. And then the recommendation letters. Oh, that was I do not recommend that to anyone. Yeah, it's so really stressful thing to have to do because I did mine, I think, two days before. So a little bit worse than you, but yeah. I had been planning mine since August. It was really stressful, but no, I have my I have my transcripts because like, as Hina said, with the parental like, um, supports you you they give you everything you need to succeed it's just up to you so i had my transcripts i had everything i needed except for the recommendation letters Mm -hmm. that was a bit tough okay so that's stage one and what is some okay so stage one happens while you're still in school what is some advice that you would have for a student in your position as you know hina said she had preparing since august what was that preparation process like and what is something you regret like not having done or that you did before the application no. of stage one. First of all, get your transcripts in advance. Like, get your transcripts, people. It's really important. So important. I took, I think, a whole day to get mine. Yeah. And and to get them stamped and everything. It's like it's a whole process. But transcripts and also, like, prep your teachers before asking them for recommendation letters. Don't ask them two days before it's due and pressure them into writing, like, uh, 300 words about you. But, like, ask them in advance. Maybe even a month prior. And, like, make sure it's teachers who actually know you because I, the IGCSE allows for people who are close to you, who teach you to actually know you to some extent. Yeah. So for me, I've, since I've been planning it since August, I already had teachers who had given me their recommendations already. My transcripts were done, but I didn't know what was going to come after. 
So I, I think I would suggest that asking someone who has already gone through the application, what is coming after the stage? Because I didn't even know we had to go to Dar for something. Yeah. I didn't even know there's going to be this interview. I just thought, okay, submit your transcripts. We'll see what God wills. Yeah. I didn't really think about, let me see what happens next. Yeah, I see. Okay. I think, so this is an opportunity for you to be that person for someone else who is applying for UWC. Um, actually, a question. Yeah, you were going to say that? Yeah. I feel as though like finding those people is very difficult if you're secluded from like a certain society yeah. and people who already know other people. Yeah. So it's very difficult. Yeah. You're right. I th- I don't I'd luckily had a person from my previous school, actually and my cousin Doreen who had been like here so I could ask her. But mm-hmm. I understand that it would be difficult for and you just realize that she's my cousin. Yes. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. and yeah, he's I mean, like, we're kind of bits and heavens. I can see it. I mean, like, I can see it. <laughs> like, I like very distant, but like, yeah. Um, so, oh my gosh, I, I was going to ask you guys for now, we're, we've been talking about the application process. Sorry to like take you guys a little bit back, but for someone who is starting their final year of, yeah, year, like the year 11 before application, what is some advice you would give them from when they're starting then? And then we can, like, I would one. quickly say just do as much as you can during that year. And then, like, they want to see what uh, extracurriculars you do as well. So make sure you, even if it's a small debate or if it's volunteering, just do as much as you can. Bring yeah, yeah. I understand the pressure from school is too much, but just do what you can. Yeah. For me, That's- I would actually say the opposite. I'd say like, have your consistent, have your um consistent like extracurriculars before that as well. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Don't so you just start to- like volunteering yeah, that year to get it. You start, you start, <laughs> you start, but try and do what you can do. Yeah, yeah. Make the most yeah that's what I mean. yeah, yeah. No, I, I i really i get that um i would say thankfully for me having the covid experience i had a lot of time on my hands on my own and so i kind of like discovered myself and i was like oh i like to talk a lot so i'm gonna like you know interview a bunch of people and then i started you know finding my interests but for some people it's like it's a really long process and it's like hard but it's really important to know that when you get to the point before your applications you need to like you know get on your zoom and find something to do so i think both both words of advice apply um Let's talk about the application process. We've gotten to stage one. What was stage two? Stage two was, I think, the short answer questions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think that ties into the advice that you guys had for the previous thing. So what was you guys' reaction, your guys' reaction after uh, the email that you moved on to stage two? And what were the funny issues that came with stage two? Funny story, actually. Like, I, I was, it was like 6 um, t- twenty. I was, nice. I was time remembering. That's crazy. I was. I was in. I was in. I was in the bathroom. I was crying to myself. I was like, they don't like me. They because the email hasn't come. I was oh like, my gosh. Actually, you know what? They're kind of like, the timing with the emails is so crazy because they're gonna be like, oh, at seven, and then like, it comes to like seven fifteen, and you're like, for fifteen minutes, you've been wanting to like cry. And oh, I think it was late with something. Yeah, that was. I think, and that was like the final stage before the um, yeah, exactly. what's it called, the financial stage, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was after the group, the the individual yeah. interviews, and you were like. Oh my gosh, like it's it, that's it. Okay, we'll go to that later. But yeah, yeah, we'll I get thought I was rejected, but like when I got the, and then I told my mom they rejected me. I told all my friends they rejected me. That's that's, that was really crazy of you to do that. So, but like what I would say is be patient. Like patience is so important. Yeah, it is. And like be hopeful that, you know, like definitely I'm not saying that, you know, it's like uh, anyone and everyone can get in. But it's like you could be the person that gets in. So, you know, like hope is like really important. In- yeah, I would I would totally agree with girls. Like in my class, seven people applied. And I'm, I've been hearing all of them saying they didn't get in. I was like, let me just go home and check. But then, yeah. And then fortunately I got in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But a problem with me viewing the application is the word limit. I think each of them had like a hundred words. There was a hundred, there was 50, there was 150. Like they were like... But that didn't work for me. How could you I, write I so wanted much? to write so much more, but I had to cut everything short. So that's one of the plus. <laughs> yeah, that was stage two. That was one of the things I faced. For me, my saving grace was this um, woman. She had helped uh, um, a guy before me like five years before apply to EWC from his national committee. Oh. And then he got in. Oh, nice. So it's like she already knew the process. And she's very selective with who she chooses to help. So oh, oh. when she chose to help me, I was like, I might ask him a bit hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have more hope. Yeah. Um, the stage two application phase for context is one where they ask you a lot of questions about you and they're trying to get to know you in a very... Um, like an indirect. Yeah, indirect, very discreet way. They're going to ask you like, if you were like, if the world ended and like you were, you know, they're going to ask you some like random question, you're going to be like, what am I supposed to write here? But it's, it's very much, I would say being authentic when writing. And I thankfully had a lot of help from my mom and my sister when applying. So I would like type down whatever ideas I had and I would send it to my family group chat and then be like, oh, like, you know, remove this, do that, do this, do that. But a lot of the time I would say like I'm a very stubborn person when it comes to like things that I write. So I would be like, oh no, like I want this to stay here. Um... When you get help from people, I think this question applies to Miriam because you didn't mention having that. How do you, uh, how are you able to discern whether or not that is help you're supposed to take? Or, you know, where do you draw the line on like being yourself fully? Because it's really important to be authentic in your applications. But how would you say, you know, this is something I want to my application and it's going to be there? Yeah. For me, I, I, didn't literally let anyone like have power over what I'm going to put in my application. Everything I put there was like authentically me. <laughs> I didn't edit anything in um, a way. I was very sarcastic throughout my essays because that is a part of my my personality. Really? Yeah. I, I, I didn't know. Yeah. I, I'm kidding. Like, <laughs> I'm kidding. Like being yourself fully is like probably what they're looking for the most. Yeah. And then not they're like, oh my God, be yourself. They'll love you. Yeah. Be yourself and own it. Yeah. Be yourself and own it. And like in a, I want to say strategic manner. Because, mm -hmm. you know, there are very many aspects of us that like you would want to say, like, I don't work well under pressure, but I'm not <laughs> yeah. going to be telling everyone that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, yeah. So after stage two, mm -hmm. um, you send in a little information about your extracurriculars, a little information about your um, things you would do if the world ended or whatever. Um Stage three, what was that like for you? And stage three, I believe, was the group interview. No? That was the best stage. And I, I got to meet Maria. Oh, <laughs> I actually forgot for a moment. But you met on the group interview, like group interview was stage oh, I three. forgot about him. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, I tend to do that a lot too. I'm kidding. <laughs> We're kidding. <laughs> We're kidding. We're kidding. But anyway, yeah, like it was really, it was really um fun for me because I remember they were like so late. I still remember and we were standing outside the room and uh, we got to meet each other and everything and our parents were explained. Do you think that was like a strategic reason? So I think so. Well. And actually the craziest thing is, okay, so before um, applying, like getting to the group interview, I had never been to a group interview. So I was like, what is a group interview? What am I supposed to do? And they're like, oh, talk to people, whatever. People were not shutting up on that day. I remember we had this like, when, when, our, like, when they hadn't arrived yet and like yeah. everyone's outside. And he was like, oh my God, hi, what's your name? Where you were? Like, yeah. It was a lot of, it was, it was kind of overwhelming. And at some point I was like, let me just like calm down. I've done enough interaction for, for today. But what was it like for you? They, they were like, I don't know, an hour or 13 minutes late. 
No, they were there. Well, I own 20 minutes. They'll give her we really credit. talked. We really talked. It felt longer because yeah, yeah, it felt yeah. longer. We really talked with everyone, and then the, the chairs and everything were arranged. Our parents were explained about the selection process with other members of the national, Conference. which I think was a very good move because it was kind of a, especially for people who were having issues with their parents letting them even apply. Yeah. So that was really good. Yeah, yeah I remember like Mister um, Francis was like, "You only need twenty four points to pass. You literally can't fail." I mean. It was very encouraging, I yeah, think. Sure. but that's not what we're looking for. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I feel like it was, it was quite an experience, and I probably put it as my top three days in twenty twenty three so far. Oh, nice, nice. Because it was like you leave the place and you're fulfilled, but you also go there and you're already fulfilled. Yeah. Wait, just to go back a little, remember in the second stage application, they asked us to put our preference of schools we wanted. Was it just in our second stage? Like, like oh, oh yeah. yeah I think it was it was either that where they asked us for our preference but also I think it was after the financial stage where we had like there was this link or something and we yeah, had to there were two times so they asked yeah what what, what were your preferences I just put the ones in Asia people yeah. <laughs> I, you know honestly I just put you some stuff me too that was my number one choice actually and Irish I was because I have an aunt who lives here and also I was like really scared to like go far away mm-hmm. um but my second choice was again something close to home which was Waterford. And then I found out that they started in January, right? And then I was like, I might have just made a really big mistake because I didn't want, I had, I already had been in break since last December. I didn't want to like have nothing to do for a whole year, like an unneeded gap year. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I know we're kind of going like really far off topic, but um, group interview. What did that entail? What was it like for you? Any advice you have for something? It's like, it's like creativity. You have to have a lot of it just going in. But also, you have to understand that you're not going to be the only leader there. Uh-huh. You're, you're literally walking into the a room of the country's best leaders, well, future leaders. But but you have to understand that, like, it, you have to understand how to work with different people and encompass all the like different ideas they may have. So it doesn't just seem like you're dominating the conversation. Yeah. You should also learn to listen. Yeah, I would actually say the same thing. It's because uh, when I walked in there, there were people who were talking so much about like, oh, guys, let's do this. They were literally dominating the conversation. And when I found out that they were actually even accepted, I was like shocked. In, in fact, listening is one of the top things they're looking for that, okay, wait, this person has not talked a lot. I had a friend who was really shy, but I actually encouraged them. I felt proud about it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the things they were yeah. looking for. So listen to others. Yeah. Nams, do you know in our group, literally all the girls got accepted? That is like, that's so nice. I was yeah, really happy. Like, uh, only the guys got rejected. But Most because... of the guys got accepted, I think. No, in our group. No, no, no. Just like our group. Remember, we were in the same group? Yeah. Seven? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember being with you. Yeah. I think, you know, every time I'm asking you guys to give, like, advice of what it is, I find it so difficult because I would say, generally, there is nothing you can say to someone that would guarantee their, like, acceptance to you receive. And that's actually really crazy. Uh, but what would you guys say you think kind of pushed your application? I would say it has to be my mom. Like, in terms of support, from her, it has to be my mom. But otherwise, just work hard and mm-hmm. do your work hard, play hard. I'm kidding. <laughs> I was going to say work hard, play hard. No. Uh, do your best. Do your best. Yeah. But yeah, I think... Um, I personally was really scared of my UWC application because um, I would say 
for so I did next and like in my form two year I was extremely like hardworking and everything and I think that's when I really like built myself as a person a lot of the stuff that I talked about or my utilization education started like around that time but I I did get really burnt out after that and I would say that in my last year before applying for UWC I did not have the same drive nor was I as hardworking as I was before but I did um what what some advice you would give to someone who feels that way like they feel like okay they're in their final year you just told them that they need to be have worked so hard before they don't feel like they worked as hard as they, they need to, uh, or they needed to. So for me, I feel like I was in the same boat as you now. But like, if I if I were to change something, I would say, like, you know, people say to practice um, self-care, mm-hmm. like at least build it into an integral part of like your daily routine or, or weekly, however it seems fit to you, yourself, because if you don't get those habits of taking care of yourself mentally and physically mm-hmm. within your last year, it's going to kill you in the end. Yeah. I think just surround yourself with people who care about you and who accept you for who you are. Don't uh, surround yourself with people who bring you down. Okay, Sometimes it's it's good because it motivates you. But when especially when you're in that phase, just be with people who, who, who love you and care about you. Yeah. And they'll bring out the best to them. Yeah. I also think you really need to make friends with people who um, light like a little like a friendly competitive fire with exactly. you. Exactly. Like, okay. Yeah. Like I, I know my friend, um, you know, Anconda, right? Oh my yeah. God. She was, so she was amazing. I, I sat with her since from one, actually. From two, I would say. From two, from one, like, yeah. But yeah, I would say she was a very big part of like me really pushing myself to like do better like as much as I was burnt out she was like super smart like she'd get like a 90 in a test and I'd get, I'd get a 60 and I'd be like this is really embarrassing sitting next to someone and you got a 90 and you get a 60 in a test you know what I mean so like the company you have like in your final year or like throughout your entire school process is really important and it's like that's something everybody had been telling me you know what I mean they'd be like make sure like if you, if you hang around like roses you're gonna smell like a rose or like you know whatever but that's actually really really important because you're like builds you you, yeah, and and like you kind of morph into the person that you spend the most time with. So, but then at the same time, you should strive to be the person that someone wants to spend time with, so you can work them into a good person. It's like a. I like agree a with you. Thing. I didn't, but I didn't really have that. Just that you were the best. That's why. Yeah, that's that. I mean, you know, everybody wanted to morph into you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So after the group interview, we get into the individual. I know. I was before after you were after i was after you i was uh then it was various also yeah so we were just all sitting there like cold in the morning scared for our lives of what's gonna happen they're like deciding our fate in that room what was that actually let's let's go step by step after the group interview you go home and you're like what did i just do there that was me but what was it like for you i was feeling pretty confident actually i was not no, I was feeling over, almost a little bit overconfident mm-hmm. because I had so much fun that day. No, yeah, I, 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 I was like, she's getting in when you, because you were, I don't know. I was like, actually, both of you, I was like, they're getting in, you know. So like, you know, they told us thirteen people. I was like, okay, Hina, Maryam, it's like, where am I? But I was okay. I wasn't really scared, but I was kind of. It was hard for me to tell because you know you don't really know what they're looking for yeah, there. So, so especially, I was like, you know, I mom, you know, don't accept expect. Yeah, I, I, I was like, no, yeah, I was also telling my parents, just do that. And then I just fell asleep. Oh, my mom didn't let me see. 
<laughs> I got home and I wanted to go see my cousins. And she was like, no, we're going to wait for the email to come here. And I was like, what if it doesn't? <laughs> I literally had no hope. And I fell asleep. For me, I was like, okay, good night. They haven't sent the email. I'm going to go shower. Yeah, they sent seven. And what time did they send it? Yeah, exactly. I think they It was like nine or something. Yeah, yeah. Like two hours later. And then I was just, I was like about to go into the shower. And, I, and then I saw an email. I was like, oh my God, oh my God. You guys know how much the email noise was like. The worst thing <laughs> in the no, or like, or like, just in general, like during the time I think it was like March, like February, March, like all the way like to like the finals when March you go to school. Third, having my phone around every time I hear a buzz, I'm like, oh my gosh, and I see the the Gmail icon, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know. But okay, so go home. You're you're scared. You're kind of worried, and then you get. And it was actually the very next day. You had no time to prepare. Like very next day, what was it like for you? For what? For you? For your. Oh, the individual. Did you like prepare for it in any way, or yeah. had you been preparing? And what was the actual interview like? Really early, because your your mind needs to be sharp that next yeah. day. You need to prepare, be prepared for everything, so you can't stay up all night for, um, celebrating because you got past this Wednesday. Yeah, without thinking of the future. Yeah. What I did is I immediately contacted some of the people who got accepted here, and I asked them what was their interview like. What did they ask you? So they gave me some general stuff. Okay, actually, we didn't really talk about what was in the group interview. So, in group interview was like a bunch of just activities of like working in groups. The newspaper. Like, oh my gosh, remember? Oh yeah, making a newspaper. And the bridge, like on the bridge, yeah. So I wouldn't say that you need to be like necessarily necessarily artistically creative, because I'm not, and I, it worked outside for me. But more so, like willing to do something. You know what I mean? And like working in a team is actually really important. Like, yeah, working. In a team, not leading a team is important. I still remember yeah, you exactly, Francis, about the something to do with the bridge or something. I'm not sure, but uh, you like you literally stood out somewhere, and I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Well, actually, I I didn't explain the bridge because like in my head, I was like, if you explain the bridge, it's gonna look like you know you want to like be you know. And then she did, and then I think I I think he asked a question to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he asked a question. Oh my gosh. No, I was like looking around. I was like. These people are so. What did we get ourselves into, right? <laughs> no, but yeah, I think there's a really nice opportunity to like see other smart, like other. I didn't mean to use the word smart, but like other, like really good people in one room, because you start to like see yourself, and you know, you get things from other people, and you learn things from other people. Yeah. Okay, back to the individual interview. But like, I was feeling so insecure, like about like the in the individual interview because I was like. There's like so many brilliant people here. We have math Olympians. We have um, professional people who are doing stuff. People who have jobs already. I was just like, what have I done with my life? It, yeah, it's actually the application process is a very. Um, I don't even know what the word is to use. The word to use is, but it's like very like, who am I? Moment, you know what I mean? And that's why it's that really like, yeah, it's very really important to like know yourself and what you like by that time. Like I'm not saying. You need to know everything about yourself, but, you know, it's kind of. <laughs> yeah, so it's really important to, like, know yourself and the things that you like and the things that you do. Not necessarily saying that you need to have decided your entire life and, like, known everything about yourself by that time. But, you know, having a little idea of it or, like, actually looking like you have, like, yeah. a drive is important. And... Speaking of which, knowing yourself is important because when they ask you questions in like the second stage, you write a bunch of stuff and you need to know those bunch of stuff because they're going to ask you them. I remember saying something and then they'd be like, oh, you mentioned this in your, you know, so you you better not lie 
And you better know what you did. To be and if you write something, don't write it for the sake of writing it. Like, okay, I'm in a bunch of environmental clubs, like on WhatsApp, but they don't do anything. So I can't say that I'm in this club and then they're going to ask me and I'm going to be like, oh, like we just sit and send pictures of trees to each other every day. Like it's not, <laughs> it's really not um, a concrete thing. So yeah, what else, what advice do you guys have? Really not um, like for me, when I got there, it, it, it's like, but first of all, do not be too scared because they can sense the fear radiating off. Oh, I was actually like physically shaking. I was as well. And they yeah. offered me more. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I, was, I was physically shaking and I was like, oh my gosh. Like it was, it was so bad. It was, it was really tough for me. Like I was, I was nervous. And then they just started like asking me questions and all of them were sitting at this table. Like all of oh, them. Oh yeah. The, yeah. Uh, like table. And then you're just like in the middle. And then they're like, hi guys. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Uh, the thing that, uh, like, like Namara, you said, the drive. I think the thing that made me less scared was that um, my I need to make my mom proud, especially her. She's really worked hard with me, and uh, she's cared about me all this time. So I want to do something that can and make yeah. her proud. So that's I think what made me less up than I was supposed to be. Um, for me, it was like when the actual conversation starts going, and you didn't lie on your application, because then they're only gonna ask you. The first question is normally like, tell them about yourself. And in this question, you can set up what the rest of your interview is going to be about. Yeah. Because you just talk about yourself and the things you want to hear. the flow kind of. Yeah. Ask my yeah. about books. They literally just asked me about my favorite books, which books I'm reading. And I started talking about romance books. It was really interesting. Yeah. And I think it's like, it's nice that the, they don't, they create an environment where it's like, you can actually talk about you and not your application. You don't have to memorize your application. Mm-hmm. They want, they really genuinely just want to get to know you as a person. So make sure you show up as the best version of yourself and show. Yeah. I think mine was as well about medicine. Like most of it, what do you want to be in the future? Right. Why, and why do you choose this path? Blah, blah, blah. Um, and why would UWC be for you for that? I think mine was, yeah, yeah, that too. But I think mine on the outside of like my application conversation was, I mentioned, I said something, I said, I don't believe in luck. Yeah. Oh, what, I remember, what, are, what are the conspiracy theories? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They had a bunch of those questions. And, and I and then we just went on top of that. And she was like, oh, why don't you believe in luck or whatever? And then she asked me, like, has there been any, if any, a situation where you've, like, been like, yeah, this is luck. And, you know, we kind of talked about that. And, like, goes upon that. But if, if you answer a question, like, kind of make sure you know what you're talking about-ish. Something that I was like really scared about was okay. So I I love politics. Mm-hmm. I wanted to study global politics. I take like geo because we do it like human geo and it's like really nice. I love politics and people and social science. And she asked me what I I was reading in the newspaper or something. And the day before, I was like, someone was like, make sure you know what's going on. So I literally go on Citizens Instagram, read a bunch of news stories. She asked me something and I blank out. And I see the most random thing about a politician running away or whatever. And then she asked me why. And at that moment, I was like, yeah, I do care about what's happening, but I'm so stressed right now because I've read the news like like, like I'm studying for a test last night, so I don't really remember what's happening. And then she asked me, and I was like, okay, calm down. Like, kind of think about why it actually matters to you because whatever you say, they're going to ask you. So, I, And then she asked me if, like, with, with politics, if I'm, like, interested, like, if I support a specific um, party mm-hmm. and, like, why. And personally, like, I don't really, when I'm when I talk about politics, I'm not like I support like a specific party. I'm like interested in politics because for specifically in Tanzania, like 
a lot of people like say like they like politics, but on the streets, they're talking a lot of stuff that they don't know. So it's like, I like politics because I want to be educated on like what's happening in our country. Yeah. And and then when I told my mom that, she was like, oh, that was a nice save. You know, she was like, what's that I save? I was like, it looks like a save because I panicked of what I was talking about, but like kind of center yourself back in like, no, like this is like who I am. These are the things that I like really reflects on yourself when you're applying throughout your application. So during the interview. Yeah, even do, like reflect on spots <laughs> yeah. about yourself so, like, so that you don't, like you say something about me. From- yeah, for me, for that question, I was like, I don't believe in love. Ah, yeah, I remember you saying that. Yeah, I, and I was honest about it. I was like, this is, um, this is not true. So yeah, it's, it's like being honest about your opinion. Yeah. Okay, so let's, so after the interview, obviously you guys got in or did you not? okay and then you have the financial stage what are some advice that you offer people for the financial stage so for me i would say when you go to the bank with your parents make sure you have a list so that they can get everything or else you're gonna have to go back 500 times that's my advice what about you guys for me it's like heavily involve your parents in that stage oh yeah you don't know much about tax clearance and like title deeds or income stuff so yeah. like have and I, involve them. be patient with your parents okay because yeah. i think the biggest mistake i made was like really my mom and i were like really like fighting a lot of the time well, i wouldn't exactly. fight it, but like because i was like okay mom this and this and this and you know and you're asking a lot from her and like she's also learning it's yeah, like like you're both learning at the same time so it's like i would say be authentic as you can yeah don't fake your way through like oh my gosh da, da, da. this be Write down what your mom tells you or write down what exactly it states on the bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't lie your way through because they can sense it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, I would say also organization, the list thing. I will heavily stress on the list thing. Have even if it's like a soft copy, like a soft like copy document or something, but make sure you write down all the things you need from transcripts, from recommendation letters mm-hmm. to like bank statements and everything. So for this stage, um, I don't remember exactly all the documents needed. But for whoever listening is like planning on applying, was like, when you yeah, get to that stage, you're gonna know. Yeah, the assets that you have, the never assets, like the bank, um, employee bank employers notes. So many, so many different things. But salary slip. Yeah. The, but they're gonna tell you what you need, and like as long as you like write them down, and you're gonna be able to, you know, do good there. But um, to close off, what is you guys' one uh, pro of like moving from Cambridge to IB and con of moving from Cambridge to IB for each of you? You want to start? Yeah, sure. Um, I I really love um the way the system is, the way it engages you in doing extra a balance of extracurriculars, engaging with activities during the class, doing research. All of that is a really big pro for me because in Cambridge it was just like study, study, study. But here it's more holistic. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of like now stuff. You know, you kind of have to know what's happening now. I would say that the transition is tough, especially if you have not done your A-levels yet and you go straight from IGCC to IB. You might not have enough prior knowledge or you might get confused that you have to revisit the topic again. But if you continue and you adapt, then I guess you Yeah. Um, for me, I think it's like, I th- uh, the pro has been like, it's made me a whole lot more independent as a person because now I can't, it's like your teachers are there to guide you. Yes, teach you, but guide you. Most of the learning you're going to do yourself. Yeah. So it's like you're going to need to be a bit more independent with your, and more responsible with your own learning. The con is like, um, the con is like sometimes you feel like it's a bit impersonal. 
but that's fine because that's it's it sets you up for not for for passing in college yeah yeah um it's definitely something that's like when you get there it, it's a lot of like excitement and a new system or everything but i think for me over like we're gonna do an episode on like life on campus if you guys would like to yeah, yeah, life on it. campus and like what it is like like actually like doing the IB but I think like a, a mental note that you, sh- you should keep is that it's not going to be like a fun high school like, it's, like it is really fun yeah, you know, it's fun but it's going to be like you're going to need to have drive like you're applying with drive and you're applying with purpose like UIB the IB is definitely like a very like I can't say much about it because I haven't like really experienced like the IB requirements it's just but I would say that like even like the learning process as you mentioned there's a lot of research that goes into it there's a lot of like you need to know stuff so go in with the idea that you're going to challenge yourself and it shouldn't be something that you know you work towards getting a drive oh i would also recommend your, you to like take a balance with your subjects please for the love of god do not do four hls do you do four hls yeah that's like the red flag of ib don't <laughs> don't i mean in this meme we just like ib students saying they take four hls every chance they can they get they always talk about how they take four hls but don't be discouraged to take Rachel's, but more so, like, just, like, think about it before you do it. And, like, you know, test the waters. Because you can drop it. It's, like, yeah. no one's holding you. Like, keep your four angels, you know? So, yeah. But, guys, thank you so much for being on this episode. I absolutely enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Yeah, I hope everybody listening is, like, gets something out of it. Do you guys have anything you want to say before we end of the episode be yourself guys yeah. be beautiful you know it's yeah. like yeah be beautiful <laughs> but yeah okay thank you bye